We got Jovi making uh, drinks. Yo, 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 what's up? Welcome to the special episode of All oh, Shit, I'm 40. This is your boy, the birthday boy, G-Lot, and we are back with a special episode of All oh, Shit, I'm 40. This is the G-Lot birthday special, all right? And we got all of my boys here. We got the majority of the All Shit I'm 40 cast and crew here with some special guests. And we got the wife right here cutting up my birthday cake, who I very appreciate, Valerie Lott. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And we got our special guest over here, Marcus Clark. You might remember him from the show from season one, uh, Code Switching. And you hear my baby in the background. Yes, that is the daughter. And then also, we got... Joe Brickhouse, who's making his return to the podcast. I'm ready, baby. After like a whole season. (laughs) He is hyped and he is all dressed up in all of his North Carolina AT gear. Can they see it? I, they can see it And we are also on IG Live right now So shout out to everybody who's on We got all the folks here uh, Plugged into the phones So I can't see it Because I'm actually using my phone as the camera So shout out to everybody who's actually uh, on right now We appreciate you guys So man, definitely This is going to be a special show Like I said um, There's really no structure Sorry guys My structure people <laughs> But um, honestly take no notes, huh? No, uh, uh, Gibby uh, and Terrence Gibson returns. <laughs> hey, Darren, what's going on? But, but definitely, this is the uh, birthday show. So we definitely want to hear from everybody who comes on. We want to hear from each other. We got some. We do have some stuff that we will discuss. So like we do every year and every time we do this show, we always go around the table, and introduce ourselves, and tell us what we're drinking. So. Being that I'm the birthday boy, I'm going to take the initiative, and I am drinking, well, hold on, I have to start off with, this show is, uh, well, not partially sponsored, but is, uh, we're going to give a shout out to my favorite tequila in the world, which is uh, related to our co-host, um, Montice Henson. Yes, sir. I'm just going to let you go ahead. And, uh, All right, uh, I, I know you've been drinking since 12 yes. o'clock uh, this afternoon, so it's probably a loss of words. But yeah, what Gene is drinking on, we're drinking on the Los Hermanos. Um, yes. Tonight we had the Resposado and we have the Blanco flavors. Um, as Gene said, you know, my, my two cousins, uh, Gerald and uh, Dante, they came up with these tequilas, um, I want to say probably a year and a half ago. And they've been doing very well. Uh, Maryland, D.C., Virginia, and Delaware. They have most of the stores out there. And, yes. Uh, yeah, man. That's what we're sipping on tonight. I'm drinking on the uh, Resposado. Did I pronounce that right? Rasposado. Yeah. Rasposado. And just uh, FYI, Gene, I posted that. Um, we're drinking on these tonight, right? My cousin, um, William, he he um, commented. He said, oh, because I love you for that. I got to come sit in on one of them podcasts with y'all. Yes, we've been I, asking. I think y'all show is lit. I love to see black men do real things. Let and we definitely coming through with that at Nejo. Oh, yeah. Oh, can't wait. Can't wait. So, I'll coordinate that. Okay. Definitely. Definitely. All right. So, Tease kind of took care of him and me. All right, pause. so next pause. <laughs> Dude, oh, do we man. really have to say pause at forty? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, that's a whole yeah. other subject. All right, yeah. yes, we, we do. Men. Nah, don't man. matter. Don't matter. Look, oh, at, evaluate hey, look. your circles. If you're in that circle where you don't got to do it, don't do it. Exactly. In my opinion, you don't have to do it because if you feel true to what you're saying, be true to it. Hey, bro. But sometimes, depend on your circles, man. Exactly. Next up, next to TC, we have. Dirty what's turns. Up? What's up? What's up? What's up? So I'm sipping on the uh, reposado as well. Always a 
great thing to drink, man. So I'm, I'm have a good night. That's exactly, right. exactly. And with his back turned, but you can see him. You know who he is. He's <laughs> at the end of the table. My best friend, my guy. Dave. <laughs> he always do the pause before he announces his name. Yeah, Dave. Let, let, let me clear the air. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Spirit come through. Hey, man. Happy birthday, Gene. I appreciate it, brother. Yeah. I appreciate it. And then over here in the corner, he trying to hide. We can't see him on the camera. It's my big bro, my large brother. Shout out to ST Kindle 153 out of water off. The light is still shining. Yes, who we have over there? Who we have over there? Come on, come on the guest, Mike. Come on, come on. Hey, guys, how y'all doing? I'm Marcus. Happy birthday, Gene. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Definitely, right, definitely. Right. We got two and, Marcuses on the show. Yeah, we got two we, Marcuses. We haven't seen Marcus since that, Um, I think it was the show that I, I produced. Right? Two, he was on two shows. Uh, your your money show and yeah. code switching. Yeah. Oh, okay. And Joe's basement. Yep. Yep. Oh, okay. Yep. Right. Yeah, so he a vet. He a veteran. My man got the late night voice, y'all. The, the late night radio. <laughs> That's that quiet storm the quiet H-U-R. Night, <laughs> shout out, can you see me? Just join. <laughs> oh, shout out. Hold can, on. Can you see me? Can, can you see me? me? Okay. I can't. Little, little the, yeah, there you go. see <laughs> Alright, next up, we got somebody that's representing that team from up north. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, man, happy birthday to you, Gene. This is Big Gip, a.k.a. Terrence, or uh, Terrence, a.k.a. Big Gip. <laughs> and I will I will say this. So we have a metrics tracking system. And um, for a while now, the show that Terrence produced, uh, Traveling at 40, is still our top downloaded uh, show. So I guess um, guess Terrence did something right. And that was our last show of season one, you know. <laughs> So, because he did come out with the drinks, he he was dressed oh, festive. Had yeah, yeah, had the margaritas, margaritas. Yeah. and uh, Tanner was everywhere humping on everybody. You know, that's that my dog. No, that's, yeah, that's the dog. That's the dog. Everybody. Made it seem like Tanner with the strippers. <laughs> 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 a stripper named Tanner. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I love Full House. I mean. Right. <laughs> And then we got last but not least, we yeah. mentioned him as we started yep. the show. He's excited. He's back. He, he, well, he knocked the table over. Got to stand up now. So I got uh, Whistle Pig piggyback single barrel. Oh, I didn't see that. Single barrel, ninety-seven percent. Mixed it with a little ginger beer, you know. Oh yeah. man! But um, I stood up because Gene came over my house like mid mid year last year. Yep. Had something that he brought over that he wanted me to age for him. And I brought it back for him. Oh, I forgot I gave that to you. Bourbon Barrel Barley Wine. Yes. So this was like last year. This was like last year. So the story is I came over at his house. I bought this over and I was like, dude, can you just like stick this somewhere and let me forget about it? Huh? IG is frozen. IG froze up? Yeah. Hold on. What happened? Did my phone shut off? Oh, it's a low back. Press OK. We might have to switch our phones. All right, there you go. We back on. All right, so the story is I went over Joe's house, and I hope IG caught Joe. Joe was back on the show. Um, he was on a tour around the country. Um, <laughs> and I told Joe, yo, keep this in your fridge. Um, just bring it out on a special occasion. And Joe bought it out on a special occasion, my birthday. Perfect so, occasion. Yes, perfect occasion. My brother, thank no you. No I appreciate that. All right? I forgot the clap button. But we'll get and to before it. I go, before you start, take over, I want to um, shout out Brother Man Taco. Oh, yeah. You know, shout out to Brother Man Taco. We got some, we got some nice wings. For the, you know, when I be looking at, like, the comedians and stuff, have their green room set up, they be having wings and stuff in there and Skittles. 
So I just wanted to bring the fellas some wings through, man. You know what I'm saying? That's good. Oh, man. Waldorf, eat local. We drink local, we eat local, brother. Definitely. I don't know how this is going to play out with us drinking and eating cake and ice cream wings. (laughs) So, uh, God bless the toilet. Whatever happens. (laughs) 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 I I have no control over what happens on the toilet. Oh, Oh, man. Hey, oh, no. was this the taco spot we all went to? Yes. Yeah, that's the taco, the taco spot. spot. Yep, yep. So b- before we start, I just want to have a couple of shout outs. Thank you, Val. Appreciate you. Uh, first and foremost, I want to shout out uh, my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, Man. for definitely bringing me to the age of 41 and keeping me healthy. Uh, second of all, I want to shout out my wife, who is right here, right now, Miss Valerie Lott. I don't know if y'all can see her, but uh, if you can't see her in podcast land, she is right there in all black like the omen. Shout out Crank yep. that 44 just joined. Oh, Cringy right. 44? Crank? crank? Oh, that's crank. Caleb. What's crank up? up? So, we're eating cake and ice cream. I'm sorry. Oh. But, um. <laughs> you can eat the cake later. I mean, um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, y'all terrible. <laughs> Look at my bad, man. Y'all terrible. <laughs> but, um, definitely I want to shout out to my wife, uh, who, who just showed me a fantastic day, made a great dinner and everything, and, um, you know, made all this possible and stuff, you know. So, thank you, babe. I appreciate you. All right. Um, definitely, uh, number three, I want to shout out definitely my lodge, SD Kendall 153. Those guys took me out to lunch today. We had a fantastic time with my past masters. And uh, we, we had a good time. And I definitely want to shout those guys out. I want to shout out my lodge. They always um, showed me a good time. I love them dearly. And third and foremost, I want to shout out everybody who subscribed to our podcast. You know. We are in year two, and I never imagined that um, pretty much that uh, we would be where we are right now. Um, I haven't checked the numbers today, but we have had historically already close to, I believe, almost 1,200, 1,300 downloads. Mm-hmm. And we have um, almost um, 900 followers as far as on all the podcasts uh platforms and stuff so i believe that's something we should uh, clap it up to because i'm gonna I'm tell you we uh we're not professionals i'm not a professional you know yeah i've done a podcast before but um i've never done anything where i've done all the production and everything and have gotten numerous personalities and stuff together so this is just something i think we should all clap up and then last but not least i just want to thank all of my co-hosts you know all of you guys you know because you guys make this thing go because having all of our different personalities, all of our different experiences and everything as they sit here and eat chicken <laughs> and ice cream, you know, you guys make this thing go. So shout out to y'all. All right. Definitely. Sure. Definitely. All right, man. So look, we're going to kick this thing off today. We got our monitors on there. Who we got on right now? How many we got on right now? Four. Four. That's fine. Because guess what? They're going to download it. Yep. But um, I want to start this uh, special show off because, as you know, today's my birthday. <laughs> Shut up, Terrence. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm laughing at Marcus. My apologies. Today's my birthday, and I kind of wanted to do a uh, just a special show to celebrate life. Period. Because um, when I actually turned forty last year, that's when I got the idea to start this podcast. And it came to a certain point in my life where I felt like, hey, there are some things I want to do. There's some things I want to do differently. There's something I want to do. You know, something that um, just something different. I've been involved in a lot of things, you know, and I kind of look at today as the anniversary mm-hmm. of that thought, you know. But um, I'm going to be slightly transparent right now. 
until today, thinking about my birthday and thinking about turning 41, I felt real bad this week. Oh. Well, why? I was not happy at all. Why is that, James? <laughs> <laughs> so we're not laughing at your uh, pain, man. No shit, I'm laughing at his pain. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they go to different personalities. Yeah. Like, nah, like, go ahead, bro. Go ahead, bro. But no, honestly, um, I wasn't. I was feeling blah. I couldn't put a finger on it. You know, whenever everybody celebrates a birthday, you know, you feel grateful. You feel you should feel happy and stuff. I was feeling happy. I was feeling grateful, but there was something. That was an empty feeling inside of me. And I don't know if it's the fact that the older we get, we think more about our morality. We think more about the future, you know? And I think all of that was uh, weighing heavily on me. This year, um, I think a lot of us, and I know me, me especially, was surrounded by a lot of deaths and a lot of things just going on. And again, when we're in our 20s, we feel so invincible. When we're in our 30s, you know, we still feel invincible. But it's like as soon as like I start getting to my 40s, I start thinking down the road. You know, not to sound morbid, I start thinking more about my parents. I started thinking more about myself. I started thinking about you guys, you know, and just like the future of, uh, you know, what will happen in, in life and am I prepared and everything, you know. So one of the things I just want to touch on, because we have one, two, three, four, four guys, five, counting me in here that are in their 40s already, and two guys who are in their 30s about to be in their 40s. What are some things that you have been thinking about when you've made that transition at 40? And I bring this up, too, because me and Dave have had this talk when Dave turned 40 uh, and the end of the month, at the end of uh, December, the end of the year, and about how he was like, hey, I just want to feel peace. You know, so I kind of want to talk about what's what's what has everybody's thoughts have been as you reach this milestone or as you're in this milestone. What are some changes in your thoughts, you know, life wise? Yeah. Can I start, please? Go ahead. Yeah. So I'm already 40. I know you was counting me in the under 40. That's I'm right. Six, you did. Hey, yeah. That's how that's how long I've been going away from, yep. from the podcast. But um, <laughs> some of the things that keep me up right now um, from a. A mental capacity, right, is, of course, I have a nine-year-old, a four-year-old, my, my two youngest, um, is thinking about their future, right? Mm-hmm. How can I prepare them to go to college and live a successful life? But um, just that financial stability, right, that, that's the one thing that I want to make sure that when I look at the economy today, look at, you know, my career, I've been in the government for 17 years now, probably work another 13 to 15 years. Like, am I ready to retire? Mm. That's what's, that's what's keeping me up at night right now. Like focusing on like the financial planning, um, the financial platform that I have, that I'm working on to kind of make sure that no matter how the economy is 10 to 15 years from now, I'm prepared to leave my workforce, um, and live a comfortable life and prepare, you know, and, and be successfully prepared for um, my kids to um, carry on. And it's funny you said that, Joe, because that I think that's one of my thoughts, too. And um, I can't wait to speak to my therapist next week, you know, <laughs> because um, I got a daughter, my oldest daughter, you know, she's about to be 13 this year. So now that clock starts ticking where my first child is about to leave the house. 
Jeez. Yeah. So, but, in this day and age, do you really see your daughter at 13 being prepared to leave like we did when we were that age? Because I just feel like society down and with inflation and things of that sense, do you really see you being an empty nester like that so soon now? I don't see it, but and I guess what I mean by leave the house, I mean go to school, Gibby. Yeah, and I, you know, and, and you know, Dylan built different. Dylan been mature <laughs> since she was born, but when I mean leave the house, and, and I'm glad you brought that up too, Gib. When I mean leave the house, it's like, all right, man, she about to go off to college now. So now it's like when you were when they were kids and they were babies and stuff, you always thinking, I got time to save, I got time to save money, blah blah blah. I got time. It's gonna it's gonna be a while before they go off to school. I don't gotta worry about this, I don't gotta worry about that. But now and I'm not even talking financially, I'm talking like, man, am I am I am I mentally ready for her to grow up and mm-hmm. leave now? Mm-hmm. You know, to start having her own life and stuff. Because I'm gonna tell you. When they uh, when they hit twelve, uh, and Dave know uh, uh, something switches in them, you know. Yeah. If there's, if there's any females on right now, uh, give me a, a raised hand or something. Y'all understand what y'all go through. My little girl's not my little girl anymore. See, I ain't ready for that. Yeah, I ain't ready for that. Yeah, my little girl is not my little girl anymore. And you know, I find that uh, we kind of butt heads right now a lot. <laughs> you know, and. I always try to explain to her, like, man, I'm trying to prepare you for life. You know, it, it's funny because um, she only has really one chore around here, and that's to take out the trash. I mean, of course, do it, clean her room and stuff like that, but she got to take out the trash. She told Val, hey, isn't that what a man's supposed to do? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hey, aren't you going to live by yourself at some point? Mm-hmm. You need to learn how to do this, you know? And it's like. I when I look at my oldest daughter now, I look at I still look at her as that little baby or that little kid who used to run around with us. You know what I'm saying? Now she's practically a little woman now, and now it's like I have to have a shift in my mindset, my shift of thinking, and that goes back to me getting older and like, man, my daughter is growing up now. You know, and I even think, and it, and this still goes along the topic where I'm like, man, I'm my pa- I am my parents now. I remember when my parents were 41. Granted, they look totally different than us. They act totally different than us. But I am like, wow, I'm actually my parents now. You know, and these are the different things I've been thinking about. And all of this has been weighing on my mind the whole week. You know? Marcus, you like you got something you got to say. No, I'm, oh, I was just going to ask questions. Cause, oh, go ahead. So, um, so when you, when, based on that statement when she said, you know what I'm saying, isn't that what a man's supposed to do? So how are you preparing her? For relationships as she grow up, like, are you having that in the mindset, like, oh, I don't need a man to do this? Oh no, no. So I'm glad you asked that too, because me and Val try to model, you know, and 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 that's another thing. And anybody who has daughters, which a couple of us here have daughters, you know, they always say, "What is it? Uh, we're the first person they're gonna love, you know, mm-hmm. or we're who they're gonna model after and stuff." That's a heavy weight on me too, because you know you gotta be that you gotta be almost perfect. But you also gotta show them that hey, we're not perfect, (laughs) you know. And and that's a hard thing, you know. And and again, that's another thing that weighs on me and that I think about, you know. And it's again because I see that my daughter's growing up, 
you know, and I see I, I, I have to model a certain way because that's who I kind of want to gear towards too. But I also got to let her know about life. It's, it's a lot. It's like really adulting has been adulting me right now. Let me ask you this, Gene. Yeah. Obviously, <clears throat> as parents, sometimes we do make mistakes. Are you the type of parent when you do make a mistake, you let your child know, hey, dad did make a mistake. That, I'm sorry. Is that my fault? Like, um, oh, press the red button. Do not disturb. I put do not disturb on there. They called you three times. Oh, they they messing up the live. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, T. Too, See, I, they, they, they messed up the live. We're going to have to put someone else's camera there. <laughs> but going back to T's question, T's, you, can you? I asked it again. My question was to you: Is as a parent, sometimes we make mistakes. But are you man enough, or you know, what I mean, I don't want to say man enough, but. Will you come to your child knowing that you made a mistake or you know, sometimes we'll accuse them of doing something right. and they really didn't do it. But sometimes we'll just gloss over it and just keep moving. But do you go back to them like, hey, dad made a mistake, mom made a mistake, you know, I apologize. I've gotten better with that because mm-hmm. before I've, had, I've learned to humble myself and to say it's okay to go back to your child and say, hey, you know what, I made a mistake. Well, I'm sorry. Like I have an issue – with um, I'll jump the gun sometimes before hearing her out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then I got to humble myself like, oh, okay. I was wrong. You know? And that also translates into marriages too. Like, being man enough to say, hey, you know what? I was wrong. You know? So it kind of goes both ways. I agree, man. That's, that's a long way. That's yeah. definitely something I had to work on is that <clears throat> even that, like you said, the marriage part. You know, being a man enough to say, you know what, babe, I apologize. My bad. I acknowledge whatever the case right. may be. And then when you really think about it, once you start getting better with your wife or your significant other, it's like, why aren't you doing that with your kids? Right. You know what I mean? They need to know that, hey, mom and dad makes mistakes too. They're not yeah. perfect. They right. don't have to learn about it when they're 30 years old. Like, oh, yeah, dad and mom is not perfect. Right. They learn about it now. You know, acknowledge your faults. And, and, and that's cool you said that because I feel like a lot of times we practice things on our wives and on our spouses and significant others, but do we translate those skills to our ch- when dealing with our children? Yeah. I, I mean, I know for myself, I try to be straight up with my kids and let them know a lot of my faults. And, um, you know, I come to them when I'm wrong and, and apologize to them. I try to do things that I feel like my parents did a little bit but didn't do it all the time. I try to right. explain stuff to them. I try to quote unquote like you said try to get them for the real world to leave the nest but I mean I don't know I'm, I'm starting to feel like we the Cosby's and you remember how the Cosby's and everybody ended. was there everybody was still at the house that doorbell rung with that that tune everybody was still there man, man. and and just how the economy is going how the house prices of things of that nature is going up um I don't know man I I, I, I can't see it I feel you. I can't see it and I mean, so I got that weighing on my mind. And of course, like I said, also have like physically what's going to be changing in me as I get older, you know? So as a former athlete, I've always tried to keep in somewhat shape. Somewhat. Shut up, Jesus. <laughs> he already put up pictures on social yeah. media of himself <laughs> before and after. Yeah. Somewhat. 
somewhat. You had some nice stretches in between there. Shut up. You was getting your miles in. Somewhat. Like, I was like, literally, during COVID, those three years. Oh, yeah, you was getting I was in tip top shape. Yeah. When I went back to work. of a bike rider. Oh, yeah. I went back to work. It was like, you know, yeah. And that weighs on my mind, too, because, you know, we have our COVID blessing, Raylan. So now that, like, ups the timeline of, um, man, you know, we're going to have another child in this house that we got to be still here for, you know. And you just think about now, it's like, bro, I got I to gotta get my health right even more, mm-hmm. you know. And shout out to Kaiser for having all these late ass appointments. Like I don't got my physical till February twenty eighth. I was like, shit. Usually I get my physical like day after my birthday. They ain't had no more appointments. Yeah, I'm I'm pissed. But um, <laughs> when it's yearly annual appointment, yeah, I get my annual appointment. You know, yeah, and you got you got book that joint right at your dude. Last year. It's like last right year I should have booked for this year. year. When you leave yeah. the office, you got to make your appointment. Yeah. 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 So now it's like I'm starting to think more consciously about my health. You know, like. All right, now I'm starting to get to my 40s, colonoscopies and stuff, man. You know, making sure my enzyme, my prostate and stuff is straight, you know. And, again, this is more stuff I've been thinking about, like, all week. You know what I mean? So it's like, oh, go ahead, Dave. What you about to say? No, no, no. But, um, you know, it, it, it's it's like, you know, again, I wanted to feel happy about my birthday, but when you're thinking constantly about all this stuff, it's like, man, I don't want to be thinking about this, you know? Go ahead. All right, man. Uh, I'm going to say something. I'm just like eating and shit. Hey, <laughs> 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 how, how are the wings, by the way? How are the yeah, wings? Those is great. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, man, shout out to... Turn, turn the mic to him a little bit. Brother, man. Hey, shout out to Gene's father just joined. Oh, what's up, Pop, man? They about oh, to head out on a cruise. Go, before you go, Dave, I got to say this. Uh, somebody from your family just went to sign with BSU, Cam Ross. Let me see. Number one center, went to North Point. Well, shout out to BSU, man. Oh, I got a cousin that just signed with BSU. I don't know from North no Point. Family. Oh, shout out to the family. Okay. All right. And also, shout out to Rita. Yeah, there's a switch that occurs, especially the transition element. Yes, yes. Um, Tim Finner is on here. That's one of my large brothers. Damn. Shout out to Tim. Shout out to Coach Show, Maryland Heat AU. Shout, Shout out to a piece of pie, 410. K so focused. All right, cool, cool. Oh, they're frozen. Oh, we got y'all back. Yeah, we good now. Hey, shout out to Coach C. What's going on, man? All right. Well, go ahead, Dave. Yeah, man. So, like, what I say? Like, I think. Yeah, right, I'm a I'm a little far away. Can y'all hear me? We've been yeah. drinking. They can hear you, Dave. We've been drinking. All right. All right. Yeah, I've been drinking, man. I, man, shout out to uh, Los Hermanos. <laughs> <laughs> you speak Spanish, Dave. They want to hear what you want to say. Come on. Yeah, let, let, let's say that first and foremost. But nah. So like, everything that we all are talking about is so relevant and today's society and where I am and just listening to what everybody says is like we talk about our kids and things of that nature right and we talk about our health and all these different things you know but at the end of the day everybody does what the fuck they want to do alright so (laughs) let's be real that's true let's be real everybody does what the fuck they want to do Mm. 
Now, from here, we are the ones with the knowledge as parents, okay? The ones that have kids. I can't tell. And I have a 15-year-old daughter. I to be 16 and shit, right? Mm. I get scared sometimes, but... And again, what doesn't frighten me is the wisdom that I've gained through, you know mm. what I'm saying, life. Right. And you was a dad kind of young. Yo, I became a dad 24 years old. Yeah. Um, it ain't young, young, but it's young. Right, right. But... So when she brings certain things to me, and I and I, I tried the approach that we all were raised with having, right? And and maybe this helps some people, maybe it doesn't. For me, it helps me. I tried the approach at first. No, this is the way that you need to be. This is how it is. This is how you know what I'm saying. I'm more so preaching and parenting off of my story. Mm. From my perspective, mm-hmm. in my era, I can't mm. tell her how to be in her era. Mm. And that is the thing that I had to really catch. And see, that's and, the same mm. kind of issue I have mm-hmm. because they are so much different than we were as children. Because I feel like we were a lot. I'm going to say this generation kids, they saw. It's so, totally different. I literally thought this today where I said, I thought to myself, you know, my, my grandfather, he was the main guy that raised yeah. me growing up. And he said to me at the day, everything that you go through, mm. I've gone through. Yeah. I can't say that to my son right now. Yeah. I can't. Like, from from what aspect, though? What can't just, you like, say? Just, just the things that they grow, they go through. Social like, media, social bullying, media. like the bullying I, on I social bullying, media. I think, I think like, they, they might have to go through like, that. Like, like, you're right. Well, take the bullying as an example. Right. If you get bullied at school, that's a school. Yeah. But then you got social media. Now you got social media. Now you see, if you go online, you see stuff. You got TikTok so, bullying on all that. Let, let's just say what Marcus said, right? In our day, if you was a bully, well, you going to pull up. You gonna sit here and show me that you're a bully, right? Whether it's by <laughs> size, I'm intimidated right. by what you say, mm-hmm. and I'm not really about that life. <clears throat> and you say some shit, I'm like, oh shit, this guy's a bully. Or <laughs> you're not done. You, no, I'm just gonna I mean, give, I mean, I'm, I'm give you the different lanes around here, right? Yeah. yeah. So either you that person, right? Like, man, I gotta beat you the fuck up, and you like, all right, it's a big ass guy. And he might beat me the fuck up. I don't even want to find out because I'm not about that life. But he's saying this, mm-hmm. right? Versus showing me that and finding out. Right now, the, the, the fucking bully is behind a fucking keyboard. Yeah. There could be a, a social, oh, yeah. a like social fucking and, 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 and that's presence the thing. of a bully and just saying these things all, oh, I'm posting pictures. I'm doing this. I'm just ah. I'm this. Let, let's just say I'm green. Right. I'm, I'm living my life. I'm doing whatever I'm doing. Yeah. And you got somebody that you don't even fucking know. I'm here in Maryland, bro. And you got somebody in fucking Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Like, 
Look at that fucking jacket. You a you a duck. Oh, you a bitch ass nigga. But no, Dave, I I feel what you're saying because uh, again, so when my oldest daughter comes home and like we always ask her, like, yo, like how was school today? And you know, you gotta ask kids now open ended questions. You yes. can't ask cause or else you'll just get fine. Right. You wanna elicit a response out of them, you know? Right. So she'll come home and be like, Dad, let me tell you the drama. And it feels like every day is some type of drama. And I'm like, yo, I don't remember middle school being and like this. And anxiety is a thing <laughs> that Yeah. Anxiety was not a yeah. thing for us. That, what were you about I to mean, say, Gibby? I mean, anxiety was a thing for no. us as well. We just didn't express it. No, it was. No. It was a thing. I, no. But but again, so. going back to what you said, Marcus, about your grandfather saying, things that you're going through, I'm going through. Our generation... It's still somewhat similar. Like my son think he can get away with certain stuff that I'm sitting there like, man, I'm smarter than you. And I already did this stuff too. Mm-hmm. Mm. Now, when it comes down to that social media thing, like for example, as y'all can see me on live, I'm fat. I've been fat. I came out the womb 10 pounds. <laughs> I was overweight from the very beginning. But not at the end boy. of the day, not fat. Gary, you made a livelihood out of it. But 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 at the end of the day, I was called fat, 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 all through middle school. And then finally, I started getting bigger and taller than everybody, and people started kind of like chilling out with it a little bit. But again, I just can't imagine going to school being called fat all day. Damn. And then I get home, log on my computer, and see fat all day. That would probably destroy me at a right. younger age. You didn't want to escape. Cause you, right, because you don't so, want to escape. So for, for, for me, I personally try to keep my kids off of like social media and stuff, but they right. still figure it out because mm-hmm. between like roadblocks and you know, oh roadblocks, maybe yo when you go on those little roadblocks chats, I was like, oh what yeah. the hell? So you and, and then you find out, man, my kids cursing. You're like, oh man. god, man, this joint is crazy. So brother Clark, being that you work in the that field, what are some mm-hmm. stuff that you see with kids in terms of like in our generation, their generation and stuff? Chilling in the background. Yeah, you mean like as far as uh, bullying? Yeah. Is it different from when we was coming up? Yeah, it's a different perspective. It's a different... The platform is different now. Uh, Like you all alluded to, they uh, have different avenues of getting at kids, getting at each other. That's way different from how we were. So I don't even understand how to attack that or combat that because we didn't experience it when we were coming up. Right. But now what I see in uh, in the classroom and even online is that they film everything. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know, yeah. So, like, you have a fight before you can even break it up. It's already yeah, on every yeah. platform. The uh, the ages are getting younger and younger. So, mm-hmm. you know, you have elementary school kids that are saying grown man things to people. And yeah. you get parents involved. And then the parents want to fight. So mm-hmm. it's like a duplex conflict. Um, yeah. I just think that technology and the advancements in technology and the availability to technology and parents not watching how their children use the technology. They just have so many different avenues to attack kids, which mm-hmm. is why the suicide rate is going up high, too. Which is crazy. Nobody looks at that. Because look at, look at and, and, and we're going to jump back. We're still on top, and we're going to jump back on. But even that, that fight, that big fight that happened at Flowers, that made social media, made Fox mm-hmm. 5, mm-hmm. it was like a riot. It was like, what, two days worth of fighting. Wow. Yeah. And all of that footage that the news channels and stuff got was from people having cell phones out. And it was like when every video that happened when they were fighting in that school, everybody had a cell phone. So imagine you're that kid or imagine that kid is your kid and 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 with that type of embarrassment, you know what I'm saying? 
when somebody got stomped out or whatever in school, we was going to school, you just heard it by word of mouth. But hey, unless look, he was dead. Depending on what school you went to, that motherfucker wear a child fast. Yeah, it do. <laughs> <laughs> it do. But now it travels even faster yeah, because think, everybody yeah, has a cell phone. Got Visual up, aspect. Yeah. <laughs> you got up. fucked up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, look, but it's the... And we didn't even talk about guys. It's the no. reality uh, of the situation. Right. But what we're not talking about, right, in this instance is, man, what got you in that situation in the first place? Right. Man, conflict resolution. Mm-hmm. Now, man, you know. Marcus. Yep. Yeah. Well, oh, it went out again? No, yeah. it's probably five minutes, five percent now. now we, we might have switched our phone. Sorry, y'all. I, I put a, uh, a halfway dead phone for the IG Live. Now, we know, you know what I'm saying, certain people <clears throat> do things for likes right now. It's a fucking, like a dopamine rush. Mm-hmm. And it's a social media age. Mm-hmm. But what is going on back then versus now is just that. You know what I'm saying? Because you wasn't doing that thing. Well, actually, I'll take that back. You were doing that for likes or whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, you wasn't necessarily on social media back in our age. But now you are on social media. So you have a broader audience. I didn't just embarrass you in front of 500 motherfuckers right here. Mm. Well, excuse me. In front of 500 people right here. Mm-hmm. I embarrassed you in front of 500 people right here present. Right. But, but, but I embarrassed you in front of 5,000 whoever watches this video, whoever caught this thing getting recorded. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so will it go viral? That's what everybody we go, wants. You go viral. Right. Correct. That's the main word that everybody wants now. everything viral. right now is not anything different from what we went through in our day and age. It just it's just amplified. Recorded. Yeah. It's amplified. So, switching, staying on subject. Okay. I'm sorry. Turn my mic off. Staying on subject with switching subject. I'm going to go around the table right now, and um, I just want to hear what everybody felt either a when they hit the age of 40 and or how they feel now that they're into their 40s all right so starting with or as you approach the age mm-hmm. of 40 so starting with dave keep it short <laughs> cuz you just turned 40 yeah. in december yeah, you can't, you know, I'm, I'm the wrong person to go first. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to skip days. <laughs> Tease. Cut it out to me because I got a lot to say. <laughs> Tease. Oh, you want me to go first? Yep. All right. Um, <clears throat> I turned 40, what, in April will be two years ago. Um, so the, the biggest things that I'm thinking about now, and you kind of touched on it when, you know, you were talking, is just setting, like, I'm comfortable. I'm good. I feel I'm successful or what have you. Now it's just about setting up my lifestyle for, well, not my lifestyle, setting up my kids for success. Mm-hmm. Um, like right now, when they get in their teens and as they get older, just looking at those three stages. Um, also, just making sure my, my wife, she's good. You know what I'm saying? If something was to happen to me, I want to make sure she's taken care of, you know, life insurances and, you know, all those different things. So that's my biggest thing now is just growing my businesses, um, making sure my kids um, have a good foundation knowing that education is important, teaching them financial literacy, teaching them about things about real estate, 
um, bringing them along to my different business meetings. You know, I'm having calls. They're just listening in, just experiencing everything. Even if they may not understand it, they're experiencing it. So that's my biggest thing is making sure my kids are having that great foundation and they grow up to be successful in life. Awesome. That's, that's my main point right now. Shout out to um, Girl Moms uh, 3. She said, uh, to make it to the 40 and up club is a blessing. Mm. We're losing so many kids at such a young age. That is <laughs> definitely true. Yeah. And I mean, I even look at the people we grew up with, man. And that, yeah. Again, I hate that. I'm not a Debbie Downer because I'm going to tell you all right now, I am happy. I'm having a great That's birthday. I got all my boys here. I had a fantastic day. This is all what was leading up to the day. Um, every year I turn a certain age, and Dave can relate to this because these are the same people we grew up with and we know. I think about certain people, you know. Um, rest in peace, my man, Russell Kibler. He was very close to me and Dave. And um, Russ uh, served in the military, served in the Army, did his tours in um, Afghanistan, Iraq. He came home and basically died. Mm. You know, went through the war, not a scratch, and died. Wow. You know? Sure. Sure. So I think about him. I think about um, a lot of other guys that we went to school with who didn't have the chance to make it to the age that we're at right mm -hmm. now, you know, because of random things. And, and those are the guys I think about every time I get older. It's like the guys that didn't make it, you know, and you always question and you hate to question anything. And it's always like, why me? Mm -hmm. What's my purpose? What was their purpose? You know, so uh, and I, I'm again, I'm just giving y'all insight on um, just some thoughts. And, and that's kind of like what, again, what this show is about. T. Yeah, I mean, for me, same way as uh, T. Swift, um, with turning 40, I'll be 42 in April myself. Um, you know, once you get to 40, man, you, you don't even say the number anymore. You just say right. I'm in my 40s type of thing. Right. It's just kind of funny. Um I don't know for myself, it was continuing to build my relationship with God, um, having my relationship with that, showing it within my, my to my family, um, not just talking about it, but actually showing them through my actions as well. Um, currently, I'm in, me and the wife are working on our finances, so we have a, a, a um, financial planner who's helping us out to get through some things with our finances, so I'm starting to look at Retirement stuff, which is mm. which is yeah. interesting because oh, yeah. it was. I'll just give you a quick little story. We was looking, we was talking to the financial planner, and she pretty much wrote out like when me and the wife will retire, like sixty five, sixty six, right? And she had my wife live until ninety two. And I died at 90. So I kept yeah, looking at the thing and I was just like, dang, that's messed up, man. They got me going out of here like two more years before the wife leave. That is insane that they killed me off in this financial planning meeting, man. Rest in peace, man. And I couldn't get past the when I was down. I was like, Dad, so I died 90 then, huh? And I kept saying it within the, the, the thing, and the lady kept looking at me like, why you keep focusing on I'm like, y'all killed me. <laughs> you but, killed me on paper. Right, but but overall, what I'm, I'm, I'm trying to say is that 40 makes you start looking a little more further with, towards your, mm -hmm. your future of 
getting old, your health. Mm-hmm. We talked about disability. Yeah. Oh man, it's it's so crazy about the insurance that you can get for that gap that your um, employer doesn't give you. Most employers give you between what 50, 60 yeah. percent of your salary for this dis- disability. This particular plan that I was talking to them about filled that gap. Very expensive. Again, us talking about our health. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's it's crazy. Life insurance, like uh, I was just about to say that life about, insurance, man. I mean, we have policies, but shoot, we almost can always have more. Yeah. Um. So the list the list can kind of go on and on, but uh, you know, forty just gives you to me again maturity. I think you're supposed to be you know getting a little more mature. Right. That's why I personally feel like we don't have to say the word pause because I feel like our maturity level sure. it should be able to handle a. a, a, a a conversation about ah, It's all about your service, bro. It's all about you your service. You can be 40, you can still act like you're 21. Well, you can. We all know how to be mature when you it's time can. to be mature. It's all jokes, man. Yeah. But I get what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. You. So, I mean, I'm, I'm just, I'm picking with y'all a little bit. But for me, I'm just like, man, I would say what I got to say. And I always kind of get joked on. I kind of get joked on how I, I'll say stuff or so, give whatever me, like you, that. If you come up in the circle and say you need more meat. <laughs> You know, I might say chicken wing. I might, you know, go, you know, I might explain the meat. But like, <laughs> like she said, it's all about, it's all about your circle. And it could be your delivery as well. Yeah, so. delivery, all about your circle. And yeah. you know you're amongst your teammates. Oh, now, now, if I'm in the locker room with the yeah. fellas, that's not happening. That's Oh man, no! That, that, I'm glad you brought up the life insurance thing because so many times that's an overlooked insurance. Yeah, life <laughs> you know. insurance, disability insurance. Yeah, that is I mean, very overlooked. Don't go from me. You know, don't, mm-hmm. <laughs> don't. And, and I, I tell Val this all the time: I'm worth more dead than you alive. So don't try to yeah, poison I, my CPAP machine yeah. or anything. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, 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 you get down. You give it out to see you this yeah. shit. You know what I'm saying? She about to pour bleach in the little no, humidifier. Fuck, <laughs> no. Girl, I'm saying, no. Open wide. <laughs> right. Marcus, you're about to approach. You're coming up behind us. I got another year and a half. Yeah. There you go. So, hey, you go what? Mexico? <laughs> right. What are, what are some I'm of your thoughts? Mm. What, are, what are some of your thoughts as you get um, older? I mean, I've already been thinking everything that you guys just named. So, but uh, you know, I just bring something different up just because. Um, so not not to just repeat everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, one of the things, my you know, my wife, y'all know my wife. Yeah. She's she's a little older than me. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm happy about it. I'm proud of that. <laughs> she rocked the cradle. She's a little season. She uh she told me though. She's like, as you get older, you're your, your friend circle. It's going to get smaller, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I am starting to see that mm-hmm. through various reasons. Um, yeah. You know, we talked about death. Mm-hmm. My closest, one of my closest friends, I literally said goodbye to him last year. Mm-hmm. Um, he died of COVID, and one of my other closest friends, you know, literally put the phone next to his ear just so he could still hear voices because they were, you know, they're ready to let it. T- it was time. Mm-hmm. So I literally, he, I was one of the last voices he heard in the last two hours of his life. So I'm mm-hmm. honored for that. That's real. Um, then you lose people due to connections. Like right. you're just not connected anymore. Right. You find out you're some of your so-called friends, maybe you're friends with them through circumstances. 
Are you friends with them just because your kids were friends? Mm-hmm. Are you friends with them just because y'all had something in common, but now your interest is out of that? Mm-hmm. And then now y'all just don't connect anymore. So you're just finding out who is your loyal, about to die, day, day one, you know what I'm saying? Who's your closest friends? Um, who, you, who are loyal to you, who you can depend on? Yep. Um, so I'm learn. I am just starting to see that now, what she's been telling me, um, you know, as it's going on. Wow. No, and that's totally real. Mm-hmm. And that even goes into how friendships can evolve and mature themselves Mm -hmm. because like you mentioned circumstances but because at one point in time and shit we can even talk about all of us Mm -hmm. at one point in time there was a time nobody had kids i was the only one with kids everybody had kids and we could hang out all the time we could do whatever but now we have kids but now the kids have outside interests that takes our time away yeah and then there are things um, employment-wise or outside interest that we have that takes more time away, you know? Yeah. But it's that um, that connection where it's like, hey, all right, when we're together, it still feels like we're together, mm-hmm. you know? Because mm-hmm. even, like, me and Dave, you know, do we talk every day? No. And I've known this man pretty much most of my life, you know? But when we're together, it feels like we don't miss a beat. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I know if something was to go down, I know I can call him. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, I, and and that's what it's about. But it also takes the maturity of everybody to understand, like, hey, everybody now has outside responsibilities and things that are going on. Yep. And either you're going to support your friends in that and be understandable, or you're going to be like, oh, bump down, blah, 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 mm-hmm. and move on. You know what yeah. I mean? But no, that is a great point. The older you get, the smaller your circle gets. Yes. Definitely. Good. Definitely. Um, Dave. <laughs> Save for last. Save for last. Marcus. <laughs> Marcus number two. Yeah, I'll go. All right. Marcus. <laughs> so what I'll say is yeah. um, it's three things. I'm 43. The three things that I'm thinking about on a daily basis is recovery from transgressions due to concupiscence. Um, trying to reach the apex of Maslow's hierarchy. I speak on that all the time, and that's self-actualization. And the only way you can get to that place is if you go through a process of saying, whoa, it's me, instead of whoa, it's Mm. me. Mm. And that's Mm. accountability. And then lastly, it's just um, to understand that nothing you want to accomplish will ever get done until you acknowledge God. Mm-hmm. And you have to actively mm-hmm. take that walk. And that's all I have. It is. Nice. <laughs> Bars. Shout out to <laughs> Drop the mic. Shout out to Ferguson and Sarai. Sarai's on the phone. Sarai? <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no way Sarai on the phone. Sarai? My Sarai? You're Sarai. Hi, Sarai. Dad. It's me. <laughs> hey, Let me Dad, see that phone. Me. Are you serious? I'm still up. Mom's sleep now. <laughs> <laughs> What? That's hilarious. Straight up. Talk to your what baby. Is going on? I don't see it. <laughs> That's hilarious. Wow. But um, Hi, Dad. <laughs> happy birthday. Going go, <laughs> going back to Marcus. Marcus two. Oh. Very. He he brought something up that um, I've been working on um, in this season, and I think somebody else mentioned it too. Accountability, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, holding myself more accountable 
for my actions. Mm-hmm. You know, not blaming others, not blaming objects, materials, but blaming me. Because at the end of the day, I make decisions. It is my decisions and my decisions alone. Mm-hmm. And being accountable, you know. And that's that's the thing I've been working on, too, this year. And I feel like the older I get, the more accountable that you have to be. You got to – hold on. Sometimes I get – this is how I feel during therapy. When I um, – <laughs> <laughs> I be trying to find words. Like, you know what I mean? You know how he be talking oh, to I you. You be like, you be like, I don't know what to say. Like, I got it in my head what I want to say. You know what I mean? But um, literally, it's like um, – that's something I'm working on is being accountable. Like, hey, I made a mistake. I did this. You know, yeah, it's tough and, to look at yourself and point at yourself when you're in that mirror. Yeah, sometimes it's tough to do it. Yeah, and then when you're looking at yourself, and again, self reflection, you know, going back in time and looking at past decisions and stuff, and and now that you're older, wondering what was I thinking, you yeah. know, why did I do that? Decisions you've made, you know, so definitely, man, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up, and and Gibby also brought up too. <laughs> And which I've gotten a lot better. At. I've always been a, a, a spiritual person, believe it or not. Yes, mm-hmm. you know I have that base. I have that grounding in me. You know, sometimes I run away from it, but I don't. It comes back. But I feel like now I've become, starting to become even more. You know, and because I again I want my children to be just as just mm-hmm. as spiritual. But guess who they're going to take their lead from? And they even teach you that in church. You know, mm-hmm. God, then you. Yeah. yeah, you know, and and, and they're going to take their lead from you. Yeah. You know, it's not going to come from Val. You know, it's not going to come from the wife. It, it's got to come from the man of the house. You know, so yeah, that, that was thank you, Marcus, and 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 Gibby for bringing that up too. Dave, you ready? Or we're going to go with Joe. I go. Let me go. Let's, let's go with let's Joe. Go. I'm going to go real quick. Ahead, I took my. Took I took some notes. Oh, Joe took notes. Took some notes. <laughs> Look, I stopped drinking to actually focus on what I wanted to say here, and it's very important. Um, when I got to 40, I didn't say this earlier when you asked me because I was drinking. I focused on, and my prayer when I turned 40 was, God, give me at least 40 more. Ooh. Wow. Right? Wow. That was, that was my prayer. God, to give me at least 40 more. Mm-hmm. No, matter, no matter how perfect or how whatever flaws we had in our life from zero to 40, you always have some, I wish I would have, right? Yeah, always. And, yeah. No matter what, I don't care. Nobody lived a perfect life until they turn 40. So I said, knowing what I know now, Lord, give me the wisdom to carry on for another 40. And that's what I want to pass on to my kids. That's why I didn't get a chance to say on earlier. All right. I want to, the so. wisdom that I have right now, I want to pass it along to my kids. Um, unaffiliated comment. No, I want to say this. 46-year-old, an assistant from the Golden State Warriors, passed away from a heart attack. I saw. I read that. At dinner. At the team dinner. Just like. Come on. 46. 46 years old. That's real. And that's young, bro. You don't want to, like, I I can't think of being away from my my family at age six years from now, right? So that's what I'm saying. Like, you, you, but you got to prepare yourself for. The inevitable. Like you gotta you gotta prepare yourself and live your life unfearfully and you gotta live your life knowing that I've done all I can. Right? And that's right. when I pray for it. When I turn forty, Lord give me the wisdom every year 
40 more is the first thing I pray for, but give me wisdom every year to pass on on and prepare my family, you know, right. for, for the devil. All right, number two. Point number two. I'm going to be real quick here. Um, Gene, this is for you. You've been up focused um, or, or unable to sleep uh, because of the 40 or whatever you were focused on, 41. Every moment in my life when I reflect back on when I had a big blessing, right? I had some sleepless moments. Mm. I had some moments where I couldn't figure out what my next step was, or I'm, I'm struggling. That's when the devil comes in when you're on your on the brink of a blessing. So mm. keep that in mind. That's something something good is coming your That's way. Good. All right, preacher Joe. All right, all right, Joe. Throw the dollars at for and then for everybody at the table. I heard everybody talk about um, this generation, how we live. Mm-hmm. Um, don't forget our role. All right. Us right. fathers, us, us uncles, us cousins, us adults, <coughs> right? We know no longer young adults, other stuff. Yeah. Don't forget our role and the people that when we were our kids' age, how they played a role in our life. Mm-hmm. Right? Those uncles, those uh, grandfathers, those dads, those older cousins, don't forget the role that they played in our life. We are now in that position. We gotta play that role and we gotta be those leaders and those Men right. for our community, us in the community. I see it on T-shirt yep. for the community. S.T. Kendall, right? Yep. For the community, we have to be that that particular figure for um, our path forward. So that's all I want to say. Hey, hey, Joe took a, Joe took some time off from the podcast and came back on here dropping fire, <laughs> dropping some nuggets, man. Yeah, some wisdom, man. <laughs> some wisdom, man. I got I got the chills behind my back, man. He said, Gene, I got something for you. That, that spoke directly to me. Because, I, dude, I'm telling you, I've been every night this week for the past probably two, three weeks, waking up 3.30, 3.30 in the morning, every morning, and laying in bed. Mm. Don't know why. Even looked up the little angel numbers and stuff, which it did say something around what mm. you were saying, too. Mm. But for some reason, 3.30 in the morning, every morning I've been waking up, you know, Naturally, it's what we always do in the morning. Oh, I gotta go take a piss. <laughs> but literally, three thirty in the morning every morning. Don't know and, why. And Gene, seriously, just how uh, Joe was talking about that. Sometimes, when again, like you said, you're on a break of, of a blessing, mm-hmm. and God wake you up like that, man. That's the time you need to pray. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, so like when you go into that restroom. Close that door, man. Say yourself a prayer. And then when you say that prayer, end it with, God, please give me the rest that I need to make it through the rest of the day. And he'll give you that rest. I'm, I'm, yeah. I don't know. I have gotten some of the best sleep after a prayer mm-hmm. of asking God to help me rest. And when you wake up, you feel so refreshed. You feel like you slept the whole eight hours, right. but you really didn't. Because wow. you, you you put that spiritual being, God, in the midst of that, man, right. he, he'll switch it up for you. Yes, Believe sir. me. Wow. For sure. Believe me. I'm going to try it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Let, 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 you know, next podcast, man, bring that back up and, you know, tell the audience, man. I will. Because I guarantee you, probably, well, I've been really happy today, so I'm going to sleep good tonight. Good. Hopefully. So. But no, <laughs> honestly, that is definitely. All right, uh, Mr. David Jones. Hey, man, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> waking up over there. <laughs> Like everything that they said was one thousand, 
And for me, like, yo, literally, I don't, I'm just going to share my experience. Like, when I hit 40, like, when I hit 40, that's just crazy. Like, it might down there be, like, the complete opposite. But I, like, I had hit 40. Like, I looked at, yo, man, everything that was going on in the world mm. versus mm. what I was taught and what I was told. Man, that shit don't mean nothing. Like, more, more, you know, a lot of us, it, it means something, mm-hmm. certain things. I'm like, yo, certain things ain't adding up. Cause I'm like, we out here seeing fucking aliens and shit. Nigga, you know what I'm saying? Anybody talk about the shit ever in my so, right? Dave, Dave, when I called you and I said, hey, what you want to do for your 40th? What did you tell me? You said. I, I said fucking nothing. Because what? You feel at. I'm at peace. Right. Now, I'm going to tell you why I'm at peace. Because I ain't dead, motherfucker. <laughs> All right, so I take that back without the brutal content. <laughs> I'll take that out. Like, I'm, I, I apologize. I'm just blunt with certain things. But. That lost our mentors. Honestly, yeah, I, I definitely got a little of that. <laughs> I, did, I did go last. You know? I did go last, but no, honestly, I ain't drunk, y'all. I know, you but know you say, explain explain to me your peace. My peace and knowing is that yo, I'm always gonna be a student. Mm. I'm cool. always gonna be forever learning, which keeps you young, right? That keeps me young. That makes me not the the old guy. You know what I'm saying? Right. Or, I'm in the seat, you know what I'm saying, right next to the 22 year old. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm not the 74 year old, you know what I'm saying, that's telling y'all need to woo, 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 do this and do that. Now I'm right there in the bleachers with y'all. So you're ever evolving. I'm always evolving. Right, because you went to go see Charlie Wilson. I try to go see Charlie, man. Hey, yo, Charlie, yo, you owe me for the tickets. <laughs> nah, straight Charlie, up, Charlie put on a good show. I heard he put on a good show. Yo, I got caught up in that that parking garage about four and a half hours with my wife, bro. Damn. Damn. Y'all owe me for them goddamn tickets. <laughs> 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 I want my money back for that shit. Charlie, uh, please give Dave but at least five hours. <laughs> at least five hours. <laughs> Shout out Charlie Wilson. Oh, the God. only thing that kept me not, and I did drink a little bit, you know, <laughs> but before I went up in the spot, but the, the only thing that was my saving grace for not kirking out and knocking a damn fool with everybody else in that damn parking garage. Shout out to the MGM parking garage, trap crew. Because you had your wife with you and she kept you chill. Not went about my wife. It was, it was, but it wasn't. It was just like, you know, it was divine intervention that kept on keeping it in my head. Like, man, I don't know what the fuck was going on, bro. Something tell me, like, are you not supposed to be there? Mm. Mm. So, that, that, you know, that's what they say. Uh, sometimes when you're running late, you're running late for a reason. Yeah, man. That was yeah. divine intervention. I was like, I don't know what that was, but I will appreciate it because right. I'm here to talk to you guys. I'm here to be with you fellas in this presence. You know Definitely. what I'm saying? And, I, and I, I'm grateful for that. You know, um, so you forty now? How you feel? Am I forty now? And uh, how I feel is um, that I'm I'm, I'm grateful. Mm-hmm. I'm grateful for every day, man. 
you know, just everything, yo, you know what I'm saying? Like, we all got to, like, as a collective in this room, not even just in this room, but outside of this room, for the men, you know what I'm saying? Black brothers that, like, you know, all the things that we experienced and seen what we saw, you know what I'm saying, to even make it to this age and, yeah. you know what I'm saying, above, like, the things that we saw and actually experienced and things could have went one way and it didn't, you know what I'm saying? I'm grateful, bro. Damn. That's it. Right? Damn. Um, but I'm never going to stop saying <clears throat> that once I actually, like, what, what, what my ideal Mine was, you know, prior to me getting to 40 versus now that I'm here at 40 is right. I thought that, yo, I'm just going to be one of those, the old heads that get to enjoy. Membership jacket. Members, yeah, members only jacket. Only jacket. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got to deal with y'all, y'all, nigga. Woo, woo, woo. I get to say certain little shit to the... Nah, man, we still with the young heads because we yeah. all in the same boat because we always going to be learning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So, we, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm never going to stop learning. So that's my takeaway from you, Dave. And I'm grateful for the opportunity, man. You know what I'm saying? To be able to learn. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because what I once believed in... In, in, in the past, I don't believe anymore. But what I believe now, mm-hmm. who's to say what I'm going to believe when I'm 50? Right. You know what I'm saying? Because then that's to tell everybody everything, right? Because mm-hmm. where we want, where, where we stand now, it, it's not going to be where we stand later, bro. Definitely. You know what I mean? Huh? That That's true. And, um, well, oh, oh, go ahead. We I'm got sorry. we got to close it out. But um, honestly, guys, um, this birthday show has been a pleasure. Like I said, um, I said I want to do something special for my birthday, and we're not leaving on no dreary note because this wasn't dreary at all. I actually had fun today, and the things that make me most happy in life is always being around family and friends. Mm-hmm. You know. And today that filled all of my tanks, you know. So I had a, a awesome forty first birthday, you know. I don't think I've ever had a, a bad birthday because every day that you're able to live another day and that you're above ground is excellent and it's a blessing. So shout out to you guys for participating. King, I thought you was gonna have Margianos out here, man. Oh man, that's why I came. Hey, <laughs> and that was last year. <laughs> That was last year, man. Hey, that that was fun. That was fun. But um, nah, man. Some closing, just closing remarks, real quick. Um, Tease. Oh, oh Tease was. <laughs> hey, shout out to the tequila makers. Oh my god, I'm sitting over here lit. Everybody else, yo, shout nah, out to the Henson man. brothers, man. Nah, really, no, nah, straight up, bro. Happy birthday, happy forty first. Had to come down here and celebrate with you, man. Cheers and uh, to many more. Mm-hmm. Marcus. Happy birthday, bro. Glad to be a part of this uh show, season two. Looking forward to spending, you know what I'm saying, the rest of the season. Definitely. Of, oh, yes, y'all, y'all got some shows to produce. <laughs> Dave with the chicken in his mouth. Hey man, shout out to the guys, man. Hey yo. Got <laughs> <laughs> chicken off loud on the place and shit. Shout out to all you guys, man. <laughs> <laughs> 
to the brothers who ain't here. Oh, man. Happy birthday, Jane. I love you, bro. Love you too, man. Marcus, too. What you got? Marcus, too. <laughs> Happy birthday, Jane. Uh, y'all got something real special here. I hope y'all keep it going. For sure. Appreciate, appreciate it. it. Appreciate it. Uh, uh, Baltimore Raven, Gibby. Oh, yeah, man. Shout out to the Ravens, man. Oh, here you go. Uh, a great weekend this weekend. Go Ravens. We're going to take it one game at a time, as Lamar say, and I'm going to be right on board. With He's you. locked in. Um, but anyway, man, uh, happy birthday to you, man. Wishing you many more. Um, continue to, to continue to grow. Be flexible. And, um, you know, don't be uh, afraid to admit when you're wrong. Awesome. Awesome. Joe, Mr. North Carolina a and trademark. Hey, you're proud. Look, well, I told people. That's a tough hat, though. I ain't going to lie to you. I appreciate it, man. This is, this is, this is, Look, I told people before, Michigan was going to win the, the national championship. Okay. And the Ravens were going to win the Super Bowl. So you're the guru? It's about, it's about the Harborough brothers okay. this year. Okay. Last year it was about the Kelsey brothers. It's about the did you brothers. Did you put oh, money oh, down? I, oh, of course. Of course. <laughs> oh, That's why I got the hat. I don't want to jinx the Ravens. <laughs> yeah. And I'm actually trying to go to the game this weekend. So, oh, so we'll talk out. We'll talk out, outside okay. the pocket. Oh, man. Oh, I just said Harborough brothers. But for, okay. for for thank you, happy birthday to you, first of all, and thank you to you and the wife for opening up your home for us um, sure. and, and allowing us to come in here and fellowship and, and have a good time on the podcast. Awesome. Do we got any uh, comments on the screen? Oh, Mama? Mom, yeah. Mommy on there? Mom? Mommy. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, world. <laughs> That's still my mommy. <laughs> my mommy is 41. Hey. Mommy. Hey. Mommy. She always going to be mommy. You still call your mama, man. Ma. <laughs> Shout out to Ma. Ma, you're supposed to be asleep. Y'all got to leave in the morning. Um, traveling mercies to my parents. They heading out on a cruise tomorrow. Hey, so, you know, that's, that's what the retirement people do. She said she's proud of you, bro. Oh, thanks, oh. you, Mommy. Yeah, I, I love man. you, too. Love you, too. So, look, man, we just want to say thank you for tuning in again to All Shit on 40. Thank you for tuning in to the live uh, IG. Stay tuned for part three of all, of, not all shit, I'm 40, but part three of When the Lights Go Out. We're going to release that. And also stay tuned for another episode of When the Lights Go Out. We're going to be interviewing John Dunn, former NFL player and a good friend of ours. All right. Thank you for tuning in to the birthday show. This is Gene Lott with All Shit, I'm 40. Peace.